As China's COVID-19 situation is evolving, our China offices have been putting together a benchmarking report on how companies have been affected by COVID control measures and how they're navigating the challenges around them. So to get a roundup on that report and the latest from Beijing, we're on the line this week with our senior director in that city. From the U.S. China Business Council in Washington, D.C., I'm Ian Hutchinson, and this is the China Business Minute. Lipe Zhang is our senior director in Beijing. Lipe, welcome back. Hello, Yin. It's been a while, and I'm very glad to have a conversation with you today. All right. So today we wanted to talk a little bit about Beijing and about the Omicron outbreak. So first, I know you've been doing a benchmarking report uh, with some companies on how they're dealing with COVID control measures, specifically around those recent outbreaks. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Since the Omicron um, hit China's market in early March, um, our China office, offices in both Beijing and Shanghai are closely monitoring the development of the uh, outbreaks across China, in particular um, for Shanghai and the Yangtze River Delta for the uh, last two months, as well as the recent uh, outbreak in Beijing. And we try to better understand um, how the Omicron uh, impacts the current business operation in China and try to leverage our platforms to engage at both central and local governments to help members to resolve their operational challenges in the process of reopening. We did our first benchmarking report in mid-April um, through the conversation with 28 member companies. And after May holiday, we followed up uh, with our member companies and just finished our second benchmarking report on how the current um, Omicron control measures are, are uh, evolving and uh, how the, uh, what are the progress that have been made and uh, what are the remaining remaining challenges are, and um, this round of uh, benchmarking reports, we had a conversation with nineteen member companies, and those companies are actually representing industries including high tech manufacture, chemicals, trade, logistics, e commerce, pharmaceuticals, food and agricultural products, and. These companies are in a similar situation and in a similar sample that we interviewed the last time as well. So then from the interviews that you've done with these companies so far, what what have been some of the main takeaways? Um, pretty much all the companies we interviewed at this time recognize that there are positive progress comparing to a month before as the COVID situation is improving. However, there are still many areas to be improved to resolve their short-term challenges and long-term concerns. Based on the feedback we collected, um, only one quarter of the respondent is confident that their operation capacity have been resumed over 50% of the normal operation. Nearly all members indicated that Shanghai COVID outbreak have significant impact to the commercial activities which will result in significant decline of annual revenue expectation. Most of our members have been added to the white list issued by local MIT to support reopening, 
But service sectors, including R&D centers, are still facing challenges to be added in the whitelist under the current policy. Main challenges are still in lines of lack of human resources, staff mental wellness, raw materials supplies, lack of operational capacities of their partners, especially for those SMEs in the upper and downstream uh, supply chain. One cut policy and inconsistent COVID control measures between localities. The closed loop COVID control measures provide some solutions for companies to resume some level of production, especially for manufacturers. However, with significant cost and increasing mental wellness concerns. Many SMEs in the upper and downstream of the supply chain have limited capacity to adopt the high-level requirements for closed-loop control measures. Therefore, the supply chain's stabilities remain a top challenge because everything was so integrated and dependent ecosystem in the in the dependent ecosystem. Companies are calling for more flexibilities in dealing with COVID control measures. Especially, government should provide more support to SMEs to to help them re- resume operation faster. Logistic and transportation remain as a challenge, even though more and more companies told us that they are able to get more licenses approved for logistic purpose, and especially many thanks to our Shanghai colleagues who creates a number of virtual meetings to help companies resolve individual cases with local governments. The process of application is more transparent, but. There are still large demand for smooth transportation facilities, despite the fact that state council has mandated a unified transportation pass in dealing with the COVID situation across the country. We understood that there is still a long way to go. There are still many cases reported that the transportation passes are not reciprocally recognized between localities. Inconsistent management for sanitation requirements and holding period for imported goods at different localities for trading and logistics companies is also a critical concern. This adds uncertainties of estimation for the delivery timeline, which cause increasing cons- consumer compliance, not only increasing the cost but also harming the reputation. There is increasing concern of the replication of Shanghai control model for city lockdown and COVID control case,、uh, measures as the Omicron has spreading fast across the country. The economic slowdown is inevitable. This further impacts business confidence and consumer behavior in long term. International travel restrictions remain challenging. Over the weekend, weekend. The AFC Asia Cup that was supposedly hosted in China in June 2023 have decided to change the location in other countries because China cannot promise to return to a normal open border by then. This further declined the confidence that China may continue adopting current COVID policy till next year without a specific roadmap for border reopening. Most of companies have reported that their business confidence has have dropped due to the COVID control 
measures and situation in China. Mm -hmm. And so with that benchmarking as the baseline, what's the situation look like in Beijing right now? In the past week, from May 9th to May 15th, the number of newly confirmed cases per day has been quite stable, stable to an average of 50 uh, per day. This means the situation is improving, but yet to be contained. Beijing COVID management strategy is a bit different and more targeted. First, um, Beijing has conducted several rounds of high-frequency mass PRC testing. Beijing is also conducting a contact tracing methodology so that they can contain the, the new cases within 24 hours and try to limit the Omicron spreading as much as possible. Beijing also adopt a three-tier lock, uh, lockdown model. Um, this includes restriction areas, controlled areas, and provincial areas. Uh, provincial areas. Each model have specific re- requirements and instructions of what people can do and cannot. Majority of the Beijing, Beijing citizens are also work from home. Nearly all the schools have uh, returned to the online teaching model. Universities are locked down and students cannot get out of the campus and uh, they have to do the online courses inside the campus. Majority of the public areas require 48 hours um, negative uh, test results to enter. And uh, sooner or later, uh, Beijing will adopt the similar model for public transportation as well. So far, um, there's no daily supply shortage experienced or reported. I think this is one of the biggest lessons we've learned from the Shanghai uh, outbreak. In the community that I'm living in, we are in a restricted area. Um, so I personally cannot get out, get out from my apartment. Um, however, um, the daily supplies is not, uh, doesn't have any impact. And uh, the quarantine uh, time uh, was being also shortened. Um, and Beijing also released a very clear instructions of how uh, to calculate a quarantine time and what to do um, and what conditions that the quarantine can be uh, uh, finished. Um, so, so far, the, the, in terms of COVID control measures, um, things are quite clear and predictable. But of course, the policy is also changing from time to time, uh, given uh, based on the situation, based on the COVID situation on a daily basis. So we will continue to track those trends and uh, monitoring the impact to the business operation and we'll try as much as possible to support companies to talk to the right stakeholder to re- resolve their, uh, their business concerns. But um, from the long run, I think the Chinese government have to do more to gain more business confidence and consumer confidence um, to, uh, you know, to uh, support economic recovery. Right. Well, thank you very much for that roundup, Lipe. Um, and of course, if members do have questions for you about COVID protocols or ways that we can support their China business, uh, your contact info is available on our website and I will link our staff page below. So Lipe, thanks so much for the roundup. Look forward to talk to you next time. Thank you. Again, Lipe Zhang is our senior director in Beijing. 
China Business Minute is a production of the U.S. China Business Council. And you can always learn more about the work that we do on our website, uschina.org. If you like the show, do leave it a rating and a review as it will always help other people to find it. And as always, thank you very much for listening and we will be back next week. Thank you.